Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Love Talk and Slow Gems with your girl, Amore Sinai. Hey, guys. Um, Damn, I was doing good with y'all. And, you know, I had um family emergency. I'm not going to talk about it this um episode because um I just don't want to get emotional. And, um, you know, but I had a family emergency that had me out of commission for a while um but this podcast specifically is um is dealing with the issues that we have at hand um we're going to talk about domestic violence um i'm gonna stop saying um as well but we're going to talk about domestic violence and we're going to talk about how it's not funny it's not cute it's not it's not acceptable. It never has been, and it damn sure is not now. And we have to understand that, and we got to stop get, letting these people, men and women, just feel as though they can be out here doing whatever. But, you know, I have a couple of questions for you guys, you know. Have you ever wondered why me? You ever say, God, why are you punishing me? Yeah, well... If you answer yes to those questions, don't feel like you're alone because I have those moments where I tend to ask and question and be like, oh my God, what did I do? Why are you punishing me? Like, oh my God, I feel like I'm doing everything that I could, you know, because we tend to feel as though it's either God, the devil, or the universe. And no matter what or who we think it is, we feel as though it came from one of these three sources and we feel as though when things don't go our way, we're being punished by one of these three sources. And that's not the case. These are lessons. Things that you go through are just lessons that you have to learn. And if you choose not to, and you choose not to accept it, that is your prerogative. But I just am here to say that these are lessons. A few weeks ago when I was dealing with what I was dealing with, I almost lost my faith. Um, I was really pretty close to saying, "We're God, you're non-existent, you're not real. And I did end up saying that, but in my mind, I knew that I didn't mean it. And I apologize because he has brought me out of some of the darkest, some of my darkest days and darkest times. And, you know, but I was really going through a lot. And, you know, and I realized that what I thought was going to break me gave me a form of strength and in some way shape or form i was i thought that i was lacking that strength that i was able to possess in this time um that I, others were counting on me god placed me in a point on a specific day to show me how strong i really am and to show me that there he was always inside of me and is always going to be with me so as i say this i say Always remember why you started and go hard. Nothing that's in you, they can take from you. Um, and they can't. And as Nipsey said, what's in you, they can't take from you. And as long as you keep your faith, as long as you keep your strength, as long as you keep your courage, as long as you keep fighting, you can't lose. And what you thought or what the people think is a loss will always turn out to be a win. In life, we are faced with many ups and downs. We are not only faced with the difficulties of certain situations, but the lessons of what they are. 
I gave up a million times only to start back over and to let you guys know that it's okay to fail because failure gives you the tools you need to reach next levels. It helps you become successful. So in the moments when you question, why me? What did I do? Remember these words, who better for this trial than you? Because you got through it and you will continue to get through the trials and tribulations because now, like I said, it doesn't always mean that it's something to harm you. These are just things and tools put in your way for you to live out your purpose. As I said before, today's podcast is on domestic violence. In a society where this has become trend, we must come together to touch on the root of the issues. Domestic violence is not only a man hitting a woman. It is a woman out here abusing men as well. For many, this is a touchy topic. But I speak on it because I, too, was a victim and an aggressor in domestic violence. Many will not agree with my terminology, while others would think I'm blaming myself. But I have to be accountable for my actions as well. I cannot put all the blame on the person I was dealing with. I am not perfect, but I know why I have been in these situations that I have been in. Because these situations, many others would have broke. God is using me, giving me the strength, giving me the guidance to speak and tell my story so that other victims like myself and even aggressors can understand the seriousness and severities of domestic violence. Not only will I share my story, but stories that I've witnessed. Everyone will stay anonymous as I do not intend to bless anyone's dirty laundry. I just want to tell you that we have to put a stop to domestic violence. People always ask me, well, what was, when did you realize that, you know, what were some of the red flags? When did you realize that you had to go? When did you realize that you had to leave? <sighs> um, so, I'll say this. A lot of abusers are battling something mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I'm not making excuses, but once again, I did say, I did just state that I was once an aggressor. And in those modes, it was something in me that I was lacking, that I felt as though you being my partner should have been there. And it was in a time when I didn't realize that no one can make you happy. You have to make yourself happy. They can add to your happiness, but they are not the cause of why you are happy. They don't make you happy. They can just add to it. And I had to realize that. I had to learn that. I had to understand that. And, you know, um, just know that I can't take my anger out on people. When I'm feeling down and I'm feeling discouraged and I'm feeling these ways, I have to isolate myself and pull myself back together because it's no one's fault that I'm feeling these ways. These are things that I'm battling eternally within myself that I have to fix. So now that I am aware of the issues and I am aware of my mistakes and I am willing to take accountability for my actions. I, it's my duty to share it with you guys.
Not only would have I been an aggressor, I was also a victim at one point. I will say this. It didn't start off bad. And some of the signs or red flags that I've noticed was it didn't start physical. It started off with the person's attitude and the person's behavior. When you first start dealing with someone, they show you signs that they're so excited for you to be around. They're so happy you're around. They always want to be around you. But it all starts to change and stem from what they're going through. So in my relationship, I noticed that he was a little more agitated. Things that I would do would now get on his nerves. Um, and that made me kind of pry because now I wanted to know what was going on. I wanted to know, are you cheating on me? Are you saying someone else? Are you doing this? And I went and I was snooping. And it was everything that he would blame me for. It was because he was actually doing these things and I could not in no way, shape or form change what he was doing because that's what he wanted to do. And I say this because we tend to think that we can change people and we can me looking through his phone didn't change him. It, it, it didn't. It made him worse, I think, in aspects, because he had to face himself when I called him out. No one likes to be called out because then that's the mirror looking back at you. And now you have to see yourself for what you're doing and who you are. The next signs was more of the verbal. It just became more of a verbal abuse. And verbal abuse is not good either in, in everyday life i watch people that's not even in relationships verbally abuse others and we have to understand that the tongue is a powerful tool you have to watch what you say to people you have to watch what you do to people watch how you treat people but those were some of the issues that i was facing it became very verbal then it just became blatant disrespect just blatantly disrespectful and once I would call him out and he did, he got tired of looking in the mirror and not wanting to deal with it. That's when it became physical. No. And I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't in one of those domestic violence situations where I didn't fight back. No. Um, so we would be physically going at it. Um, the reason Some of the reasons why I didn't leave when it first started was because we lived in another state. Um, I wasn't around my family. You know, when you, you think you've grown and nobody can tell you anything, I wasn't around my family and I don't like to hear I told you so. So in the aspect of me not wanting to hear I told you so, I just continued to make it seem like I was happy. I... It was to the point where I literally was calling one of my friends, like, I can't do this. Like, I can't do this. I don't even, it took my strength away from me. It took my confidence away from me. You know, he started comparing me to other females and, um, you know, different things like that. And, you know, and I was hurt. I was really hurt by it. Um, 
it was, and it felt like I had nowhere to go. It felt like I was at a standstill and that, that I was alone. It felt like I was by myself. And, you know, in those aspects and those instances with me feeling like I was by myself, I did at one point in time contemplate on taking my life because I just didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to deal with anything. I was broken. I, you know, I didn't, I felt like I didn't have the tools when all along it was in me. But because I put him before I put myself and I put him before I put God, I had to find that strength all over again. You know, I had to find that that wasn't what I was supposed to do, you know. So in any relationship you get in, you have to put yourself before that person. You definitely have to keep God first and foremost. Um, you have to keep him, keep him. Um, don't lose sight of what God instilled in you and shows you on your day to day. It was to the point sometimes I would literally have to put makeup on my arms um, because that's how bruised they were. And it wasn't just like one arm. It was literally on both my arms where I would literally have to put makeup to the point one of my friends um, seen the shadow of one of the marks on my arms and asked me what was going on and asked me, you know, did I need to come and stay with her? You know, but even in that aspect, in that instance, I laughed it off and was like, girl, no, uh -uh, that's not what you think it is, girl, uh -uh. you know, because I was trying to protect him because I still left him. Um, and that's what a lot of victims do. You know, we, we want to protect these people because we love them. And, you know, we don't want to feel like we're bashing them or, you know, and a lot of the times it, we feel like we can hope them and they just are having a bad day. And maybe if we do this and we do that, their days won't be bad. <coughs> um, Like I said, I wasn't one of those victims that, didn't fight back. I had my moments in that relationship where I did things as well. Um, you know, where then I became, you know, aggressive, like, you know, but the last straw for me, because people always ask, well, what was your last straw? Um, the last straw for me was I ended up getting pregnant. And nothing nothing changed um with me i'm sorry y'all um nothing changed um i ended up getting pregnant um no one knew that i was pregnant i ended up leaving the city that i was in going back to my city um and i dealt with it I sucked that shit up and I dealt with it. Um, he accused me of trying to, he accused me of trying to trap him, all this other things. And I was, I literally was an emotional wreck. I was, I was, just, I was miserable. I felt like a devil was growing inside of my body. I felt like he put the devil in me and it made me, I was sick. I couldn't eat. I couldn't smell anything. And I was just, <coughs> <coughs> sorry guys. <clears throat> I was just, I just, I just didn't want to do it anymore. Um, 
but even then I didn't leave. Even then I still stayed. Um, I knew in my mind, I really didn't want that baby. I didn't want the baby at all. I just, I wanted it to be done. I wanted to get rid of it. So we had, um, we were like trying to work it out. We were trying to work it out, trying to work it out. Um, you know, and I should have been left and I knew I should have left. I knew I wasn't happy and I didn't want to be there. Um, but like I said, nothing changed. The relationship stayed the same. And I ended up, you know, getting an abortion because I had to really do some soul searching and I had to tell myself, this is not what you want. This is not, you don't want somebody to put their hands on you while you're pregnant because that means they'll put their hands on you when you're not pregnant, which was already the factor. Um, I went and I got an abortion. Once I went and got the abortion, we, I'm not going to lie, we still fooled around for a little while. We still was together. We still, you know, we were going through different things, but the disrespect didn't stop. One day I literally was talking to one of my homeboys and he lived in Miami at the time. And he was like, you know, just come out here, come to Miami. Um, you know, and I was scared. I was so scared. I was scared because this young man that I thought, you know, we were going to be together for at least another five years. Um, I'm being stupid, but no, um, I just thought that, we, you know, we would have made it work and we would have got through it. And I was, I was scared. He made me feel less of a woman. He made me feel certain ways and, you know, treated me in a, in a way where I lost, I, I, I lost my, I lost the woman in me. And I never thought that I would be able to, because that was all that was playing in my mind. Like, you're not a real woman. You're this, you're that. No, damn well, I'm a good woman. Um, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. So what happened was I ended up, the, he called me and he was fussing because I was at my friend's house and he didn't want me at my friend's house. And he's like, it's nine o'clock. Why are you still out? You need to go home. And next <clears throat> that night I decided I'm really going to go to Miami. Well, with me deciding I was going to go to Miami, I started packing. He was calling me, calling me. I wasn't answering. And he popped up at my house. Well, he popped up at my house and caused a big scene. Um, broke my cell phone, did this, did that. I had to, like, threaten that I was going to call the police in order for him to leave. That day, with or without a phone, I took that flight to Miami. I took that flight to Miami and I left. And it was no turning back. And he tried to get back with me, tried to. He tried to make it seem like I broke his heart. I fucked him over. I left him to go be with another guy and all this other stuff. And he made me think, oh, maybe we could. But I knew deep down I couldn't. The relationship was toxic. It was a lot going on. And I didn't even give you all the, the juicy, well, it ain't nothing to shit juicy, but 
I didn't give you none of the real in-depth details about every single thing because that would take more than this podcast could even handle. And we'll touch back basis on this topic. But the, what I'm trying to tell you guys is domestic violence is real. It's not a joke. It's not a joke at all. It was whenever you have to put makeup on your your body to cover bruises, whenever you are, you know, just just not. It was days I didn't want to have sex where I was forced to basically have sex with him and I didn't want to. You know, it. these things are real because people always be like, oh, how was that your dude or how was that your husband? And you're trying to say that they raped you or they did this and they violated you because whether you're in a relationship or what situation you're in with another human being, if that person says no, that's what that means. That definitely means no. You know, and like I say, I don't come on here to bash anybody. I'm just trying to show y'all the the realness and show y'all the people who are listening to this that have been in these situations that it's okay to walk away it's okay to want to leave it's okay to say you know what this isn't for me and i don't want to have to deal with this and i don't want to do this anymore it's okay because i got to that point where you know it was either your life or my life and i'm choosing me first every time but since that relationship, I realized that it caused a lot of problems that were now instilled that were instilled in me. I can't say now instilled in me because I know I know now what what the issues are and I know how to touch on the root. But it caused a lot of problems where I, you know, I don't trust I don't trust men i don't you know whether it's just you touching me you want something physical with me because i have experiences where sex wasn't always good for me um you know and then i have experiences where you yelling i don't like guys yelling at me you know because then what's next you yelling you're starting with verbal like you know it's just little things and it now but it helped me because i knew what i wanted and now i just know that setting my standards even at one little standard that i feel like might not change everything changed a lot and that you know you just have to you have to love yourself first ladies and gents you have to love yourself first we are going to take a short break before I go into stories of others that, you know, have surfaced and or that I've witnessed. Welcome back to Live, Talk, and Slow James with your girl, Amor Prestana. So we're touching on domestic violence and the severities of it, um, you know, and I was on social media and that's what kind of sparked me to even talk about it because i've been seeing way too many cases and it's just this is getting really really sad you know um you know on social media they was talking about g herbo was arrested for assaulting the mother of his child you know um ari you know and she came on there and actually said what he did to her and you know kicked in the doors and i was looking at the comments and it disturbed me when i was looking at the comments because people are like oh well she be provoking him and she does this and she does that i don't care what a female does to a man i don't care 
if she's not putting her hands on you, she can say whatever she want to say. She can say whatever it is that she wants to say. Like, maybe y'all be forgetting, y'all be acting like straight females out here. Y'all be forgetting that y'all are men, and y'all want to cross that line and get in female drama. And that's not cool. It's not cool in no aspect, way, shape, or form to do that. And I have, like, I screenshotted what she said just to reference and piggyback off of it because it just it just was shocking that you you humiliated her one when she had that baby and you decided you wanted to cheat on her or leave her for <clears throat> Emily and Fab daughter, which you know, Fab isn't a good example because he beats Emily. So maybe the girl Tiana likes that shit. But the fact that she wrote, he kicked in my he kicked my door down to get in my house because I wouldn't let him in. Beat the fuck out of me in front of my son. Then he took my son outside to his friends and had them drive off with my son. Pause. Don't ever see that's the problem. You do all this in front of these kids, then you give your give your friends, your kids. Did they even have a car seat in that car? Did you even think about the safety of your son and your child? Like, come on, and have them drive off. Like, do you know? It doesn't matter what this young lady did, but the fact that this happened, you know, the only thing that probably was running through her mind was, oh, my God, what the fuck is going to happen to my son? <sighs> Hid all my knives in my house, broke my phone, locked me inside, and beat the fuck out of me again. Choked me, punched me in my face, and all over my body. Dragged me outside um on the concrete by my hair after his friends drove off with my son took me in the house and continued beating me he wrecked my whole my whole house broke all types of shit i have a black eye and my body is scraped up from being dragged outside bruises and cuts all over my body it doesn't matter and people try to say oh well bring up like oh well when they used to play fight and they be doing this and they be doing that like that shit doesn't matter this is this is serious this this is serious matters he could have killed that girl he could have killed her and then what then it wouldn't have been a laughing matter huh then everybody would have been like oh that's fucked up oh rest in peace all right no let's stop now let's stop giving these men these this clout and this oh well this the benefit of the doubt oh well what did she do to him for him to do that it doesn't matter what she did to him for him, you know, she didn't deserve that to happen. It don't matter. She could have called him a pussy-ass bitch. And guess what? He still didn't have the right to put his hands on her. So at the end of the day, like, these are just cases where I'm saying that these some of these girls are so naive and wicked that because they probably never been through a situation like this that almost have their life taken and snatched from them by the hands of someone else that they feel as though it, it, oh, it was a reason or it was this and that. No, it, it does not. It doesn't happen like that. Also, yesterday, Eva speaks out on Kevin McCall and her relationship and how the beating started when she got pregnant and continued after and how she didn't, she knew she had to leave when he hit her with their daughter in, in her hands. Like, again, it don't matter what she did. It doesn't matter what she did. But the fact that he had no regards and no respect for that child because you were so angry at whatever you was angry about and you wanted to you wanted to physically hurt her that you wouldn't even care about the safety of your child. These cases are serious, God. These are serious cases. Everybody in these situations, I'll say this, are our victims.
and not, not the same type of victim. Um, but the person who is the aggressor and the abuser, I feel sorry for you because whatever you're battling, whatever you are doing, you are self-destructing and you're blaming everyone else because you don't want to take accountability. It sucks and it's sad, but we have to put an end to this. What about them? Um, it's another situation um, that I know the people personally where the female actually was the aggressor, not the, not the guy, but it was the female who was the aggressor and did a lot of things that could have took his life. You know, so it goes in both ways. And I'm not even going to get all into details with those stories, but these are just a glimpse of what's going on in our society. This has to stop. People lose their lives every day at the hands of others. People take their lives every day at the hands of others because of the words that others speak on to these people, the verbal abuse, the physical abuse. People commit suicide or people are dying because of other beings. We need to all stand together, strengthen one another, be kinder to one another, and enjoy the life that we have. We all have bad days. We all have days when we want to give up. We all have days when we ask why. But the story remains the same. These are lessons to be learned. This is a mirror that you're looking in. And the only person you can change is yourself. You can change you and you can change your circumstances, but you can never change anyone else. Stop getting into these relationships and these situations thinking that you can change the other party. Ladies, stop getting with these guys that you know disrespect other females and feel like because it's not you, that it's okay and that it's funny. Because you know what? One day it will be you. And you'll be the one crying. And you'll be the next victim. And you'll be the one trying to tell your story. And you'll want sympathy. You'll want somebody to empathize with you. But we have to put a stop. Guys like this deserve to be alone. They need help and they need to be isolated in order to get that help. If you know anyone who abuses their spouse, please, please direct them to any hotline, any psychiatrist no and i'm being so serious because i know people are like what the hell but like no seriously because it's serious um these are mental health problems not only does the aggressor has have mental health problems they're now causing the victim to have that problem as well i just want to say everybody be blessed be safe enjoy life live life to the fullest but in your best potential